John Stone earlier today in our early service that if I had played the clarinet past fourth grade, we could have played a song together. <laughs> I understand many of us played the clarinet growing up. This morning in my daily devotional, Jesus is calling, or Jesus calling. Someone set that up for me a couple years ago, so I received my email, and it said, don't focus on the problems in your life. Focus on me. Put your hope in my presence with you and my promises to help you. And I felt sometimes that's all we need to hear from the pulpit. Don't focus on the problems of your life. Focus on God. And put your hope in God's presence and his promises to help you. There is power in knowing that God is with you. The author of the gift of new creation says in his opinion the two saddest verses in the bible are when god cries out where are you to adam and eve in the garden of eden and the other is within our scriptural text this morning where in verse 34 jesus cries out jerusalem jerusalem Hearing the words of lament from people who are suffering is heart-wrenching, particularly when the only thing you can do is pray. Mardi Gras week was my second year to lead a mission team to Honduras. So when our team had the opportunity to partner with a medical team, we said yes. What a joy, at least most of the time, to be the hands, the feet, the words, the mind, and the heart of Christ. We were those things to those who celebrated in the midst of suffering. We gave food wherever there was a need, and there was always a need. We gave medicines antibiotics, creams, and ointments that are an over-the-counter abundant gift for us in this room. We prayed for healing. We loved. We touched wounds. We were grace-filled toward the gang members. We gave out no money because we were being watched. And every day we shed many tears. In the midst of this ministry, we also heard the celebrations of new jobs and reconciliation between families, and we, like Jesus, lamented. Though we did make Mardi Gras masks with the children, wore beads, and ate moon pies, by no means was this a Mardi Gras vacation. Lamenting is more than sadness. 
It also incorporates anger, frustration, and betrayal, and a yearning for something better for those who are suffering, something better for those who are causing pain, something better for those who do not know God. So this morning, there are just two words I want to highlight. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Jerusalem should not be understood as simply referring to the 25 to 30,000 people who lived in the city at the time of Jesus. It was also a representation of Israel as well. Luke's words are about more than how Christ through the scriptures reveals what is to come. It's about how God's grace lays a path for us to lament, for us to celebrate, and for us to act as Christ's followers all at the same time. Our gospel passage drops us into what is known as the travel narrative. Travel narratives are distinct as they give us direction, not like a GPS, but more like a journey where we witness the living God heal the inflicted, encounter obstacles, and of course, like he does in this passage, lament. Jesus knows this journey will not be easy. Jesus knows Herod the fox, a metaphor during his time for deceitful or craftiness, is after him. Jesus knows that regardless of human opposition, he will continue on his mission to heal the sick, perform miracles, display the power of God. Luke has Jesus imply that his enemies have no power over him until the time set by God to finish his redemptive goal. Our Lenten journey is how we encounter Jesus every day. It may be through our daily scriptural devotions written by people within our Dauphin Way community where we're being called to find clarity in the moment and not rush to what's next. This morning is about Jesus opening our eyes to what is happening around us in other parts of the world, within our denomination, within the ministries that we serve. We do not just give financially because we're supposed to. We do not just volunteer passionately because we have to. We do these things out of our love for God and we lament. We lament because Jesus yearns to gather all people like Jerusalem unto himself. As Jesus moves us closer to Jerusalem, where prophets of the past have more often than not been ignored or martyred. Jesus continues on with the power of grace, for he knew his ending well, and so do we. 
We're not to go to the end just yet. We're to stop right where we are and to find clarity in this moment. See, through our own travel narratives, the things that we encountered throughout our lives, our encounters with human obstacles, our encounters with pain and heartache, our encounters with things we cannot control, we also remember that we encounter the living God. Not only ourselves, but within each other. See, as we served in Honduras, we witnessed in a place called the dump. Literally a trash dump where people worked and lived. My daughter said we were in the depths of ministry because we were in a space where we encountered lice and bed bugs and rat bites on children. I held many a baby living in the dump, 20 days old, two months old, five months old, with fever and cough. Was I in fear of getting sick? Yes. But see, I had access to a medical team, so the fear wasn't long-lived. But I remember in my prayers every day the struggles and suffering of these babies and their families. I remember in my prayers every day the struggles of the young lady who had a three-day-old baby during our week of hosting Family Promise in December. Jesus laments. It is the narratives and the prayers and the experiences and the stories of those in Lee County. Jesus laments. Remembering those in New Zealand. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Jesus laments. The heartache within our very own denomination. Jesus laments. As we're called as a people to love and be filled with grace to all God's children. In Honduras and countless other travel narratives of human obstacles and suffering, we call out Jerusalem, Jerusalem for those who are suffering. See, Jerusalem, as Jesus states, is a city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often has Christ desired to gather us as his children, together as a hen would gather her brood under her wings. But sometimes we are not willing. God is calling us to open our hearts and to be willing to receive his peace, his love, his encouragement, and his Holy Spirit who will guide us through the difficulties. We are to stay in this place and journey with Christ. He laments just as we do. The Gospel of Luke persistently brings in those cast out, raises up those beaten down, and lifts up those on the margins, bringing them closer to us and all of us closer to God. God is doing something new with things of old. 
If you've ever traveled even just to Atlanta, you know it's just not a physical journey, the five hours to get there, four for some of you that may drive a little fast. It's an emotional one too because traffic in Atlanta will drive you crazy. So today on this journey, in this travel narrative with Christ, we lament because the journey with Jesus is not an easy one. Jerusalem, Jerusalem is a metaphor for the inward and outward journey with Christ that has always been appropriate for the season of Lent. It emphasizes our deliberate reflection on the obstacles that haunt us throughout our spiritual life. But we look to the hope of this new direction. We look ahead to the promise of Easter. But for today, as Jesus laments for the city that he loves, we wait. We wait as we allow the Holy Spirit to guide us. We wait as we give out of our abundance and not our lack. We wait as we serve where our hearts are stirred and our passions are flourishing. We wait as we act with compassion, justice, and grace to those who may not deserve it all the time. We wait as we celebrate love, baptisms, marriage, St. Patrick's Day, overcoming obstacles, families, friends, answered prayers, healing, recovery, new jobs, retirements, graduations, and finding the mundane can be filled with joy. And then we repeat until this pattern becomes who we are and not what we do. We lament out of our love for Jesus. According to Michael B. Curry, our God is not only a redeeming God, but a protecting God, a nurturing God, a God whose love is steadfast. And for Jesus, God's passionate dream, passionate desire, and bold determination is to gather God's human children closer and closer in God's embrace and love. See, the mission and commitment is at the center of Jesus' work. Like a mother hen, God draws us and seeks us to embrace us and include us and welcome us as his children. He's intended this since the dawn of Eden. So today, we lament and we celebrate and we act and we remember God's redeeming love, not only for ourselves, but for those on the fringes of society. We lament and we wait and allow the Holy Spirit to guide us. We wait 
As we give out of our abundance, we wait. As our hearts are stirred to serve passionately and compassionately, we wait. As we act with justice filled with God's grace, and as we wait, we celebrate baptism. We celebrate family. We celebrate love. We celebrate community. We celebrate one another. Jesus laments. Dolphin Way laments. New Zealand laments. Lee County laments. But we wait. As we overcome obstacles and as we love one another, and then we repeat until this pattern becomes who we are and not what we do. Jesus laments, and so shall we. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, we thank you for this moment to hear two simple words, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. May our hearts be open to lament, to act with passion and grace, and then repeat out of our love for you. In Christ's name we do pray. And the church said, amen.